0: Welcome to Talking with Fred. This is Tony. And I'm Joel. And we are continuing our series on the countdown called the Omar. And today, Joe, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about beauty. Ooh, beauty.
1: One of the attributes in the seven weeks, the counting of the weeks between Easter and Pentecost. Mm. The third week is beauty. The first week is God's love. Yes. The second week we talked about last week is the strength of God. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about that beauty...
0: So, Joe, you are you a beautiful man?
1: Maybe to some, <laughs> but not to many. <laughs>
0: not to many. Do you think your looks have anything to well, do we, with we, it? No
1: doubt we live in a day and age where, where beauty is driven by image. Yeah. Beauty is driven by illusion. Very much I mean, so. I just think about all the apps you've got to change
0: you oh know, yeah, all the, the, the filters teenage, and everything. The filters, yeah, right.
1: The teenage, the, the freckle the filters, the, beauty, the, the eye filters. Yeah, beauty. Beauty has become stylized. Beauty has become defined by others. Yeah, the the mob mentality. Yeah, and so beauty, but
0: social media can. I mean, it can be a beautiful, positive thing, but. It is also a downfall for a lot of people,
1: well, beauty, in my opinion. beauty is something that has to come from, from inside of you. Beauty has to be who you are. That's what's beautiful. Beauty is not a physical attribute because it doesn't matter what you do, mm-hmm. right? What image you're going to portray. You're not going to be beautiful to everyone. Not at all. You know, because some people like tall people. Other people like short people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you just can't you know, have one standard, one size fits all. No,
0: there was a young lady that uh, I came across on YouTube, I believe it was, one time, and she was deemed the ugliest woman in the world. Right. But when you actually watch videos about her, um, though she was born with a deformity, she's actually one of the most beautiful people in the world. And I'm talking about her personality. She's so sweet and she's so humble Mm. about her life. She embraces life, and she just makes people smile.
1: Exactly. I can remember back in the day, and I mean, I'm old, but back in the day, and he's still around, but Tim LaHaye, Tim and Francis LaHaye, they or Beverly Lahay, sorry,
2: mm-hmm. they
1: uh, they wrote books about marriage, and um, he's big into relationships and stuff, and we before we got married, I read his book that was out back then in the day. and I just remember one, one little uh, paragraph that he wrote about, because he was writing about counseling people in his in his ministry, couples, and how it struck him that the people that came and had difficulties in their relationships, whether it be physical, sexual issues, or if it be emotional issues, or if it be just friend issues, those that had the big issues, those were the people that were quote-unquote beautiful, mm-hmm. right? They were the ones that came in, and, and even he would think, wow. You know, they're beautiful people, <laughs> but are they, they could make problems? life work, yeah. right? Yeah. And and he said, the funny thing in the, the plane, James and Jim come in, you know, and you think, man, they're, they're homely. They're the happiest women. <laughs> you know, everything works. That's not their issue, right? They, Do you want to be happy to for the rest of make, your life? <laughs> how to make things better. And And so, yeah, I found that to be true through my ministry, too. That it's very subjective. These
0: are interesting topics because countless of times I'm seeing on social media, they have these conversations with these people that are supposedly the women that look like tens and men. You know, they're all supposed to be this image of beauty. And they all talk about their relationships and they're just like, they can't figure it out. And it's like one will say, well, I want a traditional man, I want a traditional woman, but they don't want to conform to this or that. They want their lifestyle to be the way it is. And then suddenly when they hit up a certain age, they realize um, my biological clock is ticking. Right. Right. And where are all the good men or women well, at?
1: Yeah, it's difficult because we get these ideas about what beauty is, and we, we don't realize that beauty has to has to be worked at. It has to be developed. It is a part of something that we don't like to talk about today. Mm-mm. But it's fundamental. Well, it's
0: also a scary thing to talk about because, I mean, someone will automatically try and cancel you,
1: Well, <laughs> in a it, sense. But it's fundamental to our faith. Yeah. And it's fundamental to understanding God. That God created us mm-hmm. equal, but opposites. In order for us to find success in life, to find happiness in life, mm-hmm. um, to find beauty in life, we have to find out how opposites can work together, right? Precisely. In Proverbs 27, 17, it says, iron sharpens iron, men sharpen men. Mm-hmm. In reality, it says people sharpen people. It's not yeah. just men, but it's... It's we, the opposites sharpen each other. They make us better. I mean, if you think about sharpening a knife, right? Yeah. Whether you're using a whetstone or a file, whatever, if you use it correctly, yeah, it's smooth and the knife becomes very sharp. If you don't use it correctly, ragged and it's dangerous. Yeah. Right? You can cut yourself, the knife won't be sharp. No. It'll just end in a disaster. And it's this whole idea that we've talked about before that God created us opposites. If we can be worthy, if we can in our lives live up to and merit the blessings of God, then those around us will be our friends.
0: So how do you do that?
1: Well, for example, when we serve communion, right? Mm -hmm. We always say, this is the body of Christ. This is the bread of life. Well, if we consume that, if we consume, Jesus says before he ascends to heaven, if you will follow everything i've commanded you if you'll do what i've told you to do right if we mm-hmm. consume that it will change our identity mm-hmm. it'll change our character it will give us character because character be- bears mm-hmm. the weight of a blessing right mm-hmm. i can offer you my friendship but if you don't do anything with it it's nothing you know if you don't do something that merits that friendship then no. that friendship's going to die pretty right? much yeah if you if you don't contact me if yep. we don't have contact with each other, yep. if we ignore each other, if we if we don't accept each other, if we don't give each other place and yep. space, yep. then then we're going it's going to die out. If we're always arguing, if we're always fighting, if we're yep. always in conflict, if we're always um, aggressive toward each other, then we don't deserve each other's friendship, mm-hmm. and that friendship will die. We don't merit the friendship,
0: yeah, someone uh, once said, if you want to know who your true true friends are, don't contact them for a little while. Right. If they contact you, then right. you know, hey.
1: And so to have a friend is someone who is going to give you that space, that mm-hmm. place in life. It's, they're going to merit each other's friendship, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's the same with everything because that's the fundamental idea that if you don't merit the blessings of God, right, yep. then everyone around you will be your enemy. So the next part of the communion is we take the cup mm-hmm. and we say, this is the cup. Jesus says, this is the cup, right? The cup represents our lives, right? The cup is us. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And and Jesus says the wine, which was an illustration of life, right? God wants to pour that life in you. This is a new covenant, Mm -hmm. right? The covenant that you will never die again, the covenant that life is eternal, the covenant that, that my blessings will rest over you are going to be poured into the cup. And in the original understanding of that, that cup will be filled to overflowing. But if the cup so that's what can't David hold mentioned. the wine, yeah, then what use is it if it has a hole in the bottom?
0: Yeah, pouring out and there's no. The blessings disappear. Yeah,
1: and so it's very important for us to realize that salvation comes to us by the grace of God. We cannot earn it. We don't deserve it. We can only accept it. Mm-hmm. But in order to accept it we have to be aware of it we have to merit it we have to work at being worthy to accept it because god wants us to be he wants us to be strong courageous mm-hmm. independent people that's what we're working toward the last week of the omar the last week of going into pentecost mm-hmm. is the kingdom of god the kingdom, spoiler alert right the kingdom of god is this idea <laughs> that those that are strong enough to carry the blessings of god mm-hmm. Are those that are part of the kingdom. And
0: right? we talked about strength last time. Right. So and it so, gives you an idea. And, of and what so we're now, so about.
1: what is that beauty? Mm-hmm. Right. If you've got these two things, we've got the strength of God we talked about last week, right, and the love of God the week before, right? right? They're opposites. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, there's going to be some kind of interaction between them. Right. Well, the beauty is that that interaction can. Create a wonderful harmony. I don't know if you've ever been to a big concert where there's a big symphony orchestra. Mm. Right. First of all, really important to understand that you can play a guitar by yourself under a tree somewhere. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah, no and definitely. you can play a tune, but there's not that wonderful harmony. Mm-mm. You have to have a different instrument.
0: You have to have the balance of things right? in it. Yeah.
1: So you got to have a bass. Yeah. Well, a bass is not a guitar. No. Right. Then you got to have the drums. Yeah. Well, the drums aren't aren't bass. No. Nor is it a guitar. And then you you have to have a piano. Yeah. Well, that's not a drum set. No. But when they really are in harmony with each other, they create a harmony. It's wonderful to listen to. Yeah. It's a good complement of each other. Exactly. Without the different aspects of it Mm -hmm. that alone are, are, you know, can be used, but nobody enjoys it.
0: Yeah. Right? Well, I'm a drummer, so I know the feeling of if all you hear is drums, it's just loud noise to a lot of people.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you don't <laughs> understand what's going on, then yeah. then okay, you know, he's a wonderful guitar player, but can we hear a little more? Yeah. Right. Um, and that's what God's talking about. God's talking about the beauty in what I want you to create because remember what we're doing in these 7 weeks we're working with the attributes of mm-hmm. God that we want to have manifested in our lives that will give us the character mm-hmm. that makes it possible for us to bear the blessings of God his guarantee the holy spirit that's coming but we have to be able to bear it yeah and so and so what we're talking about is you know these attributes and so i have to be aware that i need to find the beauty in life and the way to find the beauty in life is to be that one who harmonizes mm-hmm. with other people yeah you know it's important the friendship be able to. yeah in. that's where the, the the understanding comes in the acceptance yeah. comes in but also at the same time standing fast on uh, standing solid on who you are and,
0: and there's we, nothing wrong with it i mean people often want to you get the people pleasers mm-hmm. That just want to go along with everything that everybody else does and don't want to challenge that if a behavior is wrong right. that's that's yeah. lemming
1: behavior, yeah, right. That's just everybody running off the cliff. There has to be some kind of conflict. I don't know, you know, if you remember back in band practice,
0: yep, oh, like it was yesterday,
1: you know it, it someone was always out of tune, <laughs> you know, yeah, always,
0: oh, I can see. I can see my band directors and yeah, the vein popping out exactly. of their necks <laughs> going on. Right.
1: Come on, trumpet section. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you can hear it and it, it's not fun. Yeah. Right. The whole thing about finding the beauty in life is that it takes an effort. Mm-hmm. It takes work. Yeah. Right. You have to sharpen the knife. You have, to, you have to run it across the file or the whetstone. You have to do something. Yeah. And it takes...
0: Well, it takes work and practice. I mean, in the sense of music, since we were using that, it takes practice. Right. you got to continue working at it in order right. to get better.
1: You have to be a master <laughs> of your own instrument, right?
0: <laughs> my my middle school teacher I'm friends with on Facebook, I was laughing hard because he had a video of him parading the halls back and forth, right. and, you know, uh, securing the halls, whatever. And he heard one of his students practicing. And through the door, he could hear that he wasn't doing the correct thing with his violin. Right. Just through the door. Right. That's how in tune his ear was. So he banged on the door and yelled out, you need to extend that fourth finger. Right. And I laughed so hard simply just because you can hear the boy go, sorry. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's that in-tuneness knowing your instrument. And that's a good analogy
1: because the question then becomes, well, who do I want to create this beauty for? Mm-hmm. We're creating it for God, right? Yeah. Because 99.9% of the people listening to him play by him wouldn't hear that.
0: No. So I wouldn't he, hear it because so it's just So he summed. could say,
1: that
2: well, yeah.
1: doesn't really matter. No. Right? There's only going to be one out of a thousand yeah. that's going to be able to hear that. Or he could say, no, I want the one out of the thousand to think yeah. that this is great harmony. Yeah. Right? Paul, he writes about there's two ways to run the race. Mm-hmm. You can run it to win it. Or you could just run it to be first. Yeah. And it depends on how you want to look at that, that imagery, right? Yeah. But you can always just run a what race to win it. Mm-hmm. All you have to do to do that is be the, f- the first one or the one at the head of the pack. <laughs> yeah. The pack could be slow as Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or you could run to set world records. Yeah. You could run to be first. Then it doesn't matter about the competition. Mm-hmm. Then it matters only about you being the best that you can be. Mm -hmm. And if you listen to all great athletes, all great business people, politicians, actors, whoever, they never talk about the crowd.
2: Mm -mm.
1: They only talk about themselves. I'm going to be the best that I can be. And if you master that, right, if you say, this is what God has given me, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to lament over my situation or what I don't have or whatever. This is my life. It's a blessing from God. I'm going to do something with it. And I'm going to make it good. And I'm going to be the best that I can. I don't care what everything about everything that has happened to me. I'm not going to to complain well, about it. You're not letting things hold you down. I'm going to take Paul's mm-hmm. position. The 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 past is in the past. Yeah. Right. That's a hard one for a lot. I'm going to put it behind me and I'm going to strive to go forward. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be the best that I can be. That's the first part. And then the second part is in this, I have to be able to accept and be a friend to those around me. Because if I do it correctly, if I merit the blessings of God, then those around me are going to be my friend. If I don't do it, then everybody around me is going to be my enemy. Yeah. Right? Then there's not going to be
0: harmony. Well, you're right? going to find everything you can that's going to be negative right. in that person rather than what's the positive. Then you really And so then out. you get
1: back to the to the horn section that's out of tune, right? Yeah. You know they're not they're not working on being perfect. They're not working on being the best that they can be. Yeah. They are in tune, right yeah. now. Together, sitting in the, the the practice room, they may be having a great time. Yeah. Right but,
0: uh, with the band, but
1: and they're all out of tune. But who cares? Yeah, they're all out of tune. Yeah. Right. It's only when you put them in the context of the symphony yeah. that it begins to be hard on the ears, right? Yeah. And so, so I've the, always
0: appreciated my band directors who were tough on us yeah, to sound great. Exactly. Because you can tell those ones that are really passionate about it versus those they that were are tough. just trying to. Because it does. It yeah. takes
1: an effort, it takes work, it takes time, and it takes commitment. And you're not going to avoid the conflict, right? Strength and love coming together is going to create. Some difficult situations. I think but it also depends on how you handle it. Is right. That- and that's the whole plan of God. Yeah. Right? God we we have this idea in our time that, you know, God is this wonderful Santa Claus-like figure that's just <laughs> going to give us whatever we want because He loves us. Genie of and the lamp. Just, yeah, he's just, woo, give me three wishes, and I'm just gonna keep on just making <laughs> If you do
0: this, God, I will do this. <laughs> no,
1: God's going to put you up against a test, and He's going to say, I'm going to treat you like my child. Yeah. Like I love you and I'm going to test you. Well, I mean I want you to learn that yeah. you are my extension, yeah. that you are my inheritor, that yeah. you are my creation. Well, I
0: think there was two good analogies with that. You have the disciples in the boat. We've right. used this one before where, you know, they're freaking out about the storm, Jesus is asleep, and Jesus wakes up after they wake him up, Jesus is like, you know, where's your faith? Right? Then you have them after Jesus left where Peter Um, And it was James, right? At the gate, right? Beautiful. And they're like, okay, well, we don't have anything, but we have what God has given us. Yeah, right. So, in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk.
1: And yeah, then you realize, hey, what can I give you? I can give you the blessings that God has given me because Mm -hmm. I accept you, I give you place. The whole problem with, with a scenario like that is that man couldn't come into the temple. Deformed people, handicapped people. People with disease, they weren't allowed to come into the temple, right? Mm-hmm. So they couldn't come close to God.
0: Which is a shame.
1: They had to stay outside the gates. And so when when the man sees Peter and he says, give me something so that I can survive, because that was the only hope they had. Then Peter says, no, I can give you something better than that. I can bring you into the presence of God.
0: Which kind of goes with um, with the devotion to Farret, where it talks about... Um God's name, glory, right? Giving Him glory, and it goes on to say, um, "Adonai Elohim, the Lord is my redeemer."
1: And the glory of God is the is the presence of God. It's the blessings of God, mm-hmm. right? It's the spirit of God. It's that that changes us, right? Yeah. As Isaiah said, his glory, it filled the temple. His train filled the temple. Yeah. It was more than I could handle. One of my right? favorite
0: songs, too, to play in Florida. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. And, so, and, and, and that was one of the, if you go back to Sinai, you know, one of the things that was unfortunate was the, the, the children of Israel when the glory of God came on the mountain. Yeah. And, and Moses came down and he was so full of the glory of God that his face was illuminated. Mm-hmm. It scared them. And they said, we don't want anything to do with that. You yeah. go talk to him. And so that's the difference between our celebration of Pentecost and the falling of the law on Sinai. That The falling of the law at Pentecost, it came into us, mm-hmm. right? We saw the glory. They heard the, the mighty rushing wind. Mm-hmm. And then they saw the fire, the glory of God. Yeah. And then it came into them and it transformed them. They no longer were afraid to be to be a part of it
0: yeah in his presence right because
1: jesus had prepared them as of faults and as full of failures as full of misunderstandings as they were right as frustrating as they were yeah right i mean jesus (laughs) says himself what am i supposed to do with you people right
0: Tired of slapping you upside the right? head, but figure it out. But the point
1: about it is he prepared them in three years to be able to bear the glory of God. Yeah. Right? And because the first when, thing
0: you see is when they when walk Pentecost, up to the gate. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Well, when Pentecost falls and the fire of God falls, they can handle it. Yeah. They have the character to handle it. Yeah. Right? And it's then exciting. The, and then the fire goes into them yeah. and it transforms them. Right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone around them can see it. Right? And so, I mean, it's this whole idea that that we want to be able to have the character to merit the glory of God, Mm -hmm. right? But in order to do that, we have got to be able to handle the opposites of love and strength Mm -hmm. and see the harmony between them and not the division between them and be able to create that harmony. That's the beauty of God, the beauty in each other is that we can harmonize with those around us.
0: And it's easy to, I mean, thinking with that, with harmonizing, I mean, it's always easier for people to find, I said that earlier, to find the negative faults. But that also has to do with our own insecurities. Right, right. But if we try to look past our own insecurities and start seeing, okay, this person does excel in that area. I can learn from that. I can learn from you. And there are areas where I excel as well. You can learn from me. It's going to test you. Yeah.
1: Right. We. I had a man one time years ago. He's now passed. But he grew up in a really, really bad situation. Mm-hmm. His parents, they couldn't function. They they couldn't handle him. He was shipped out to foster homes. He grew up in difficult situations. He was, if he was alive or if he was a child today, he would have had a diagnosis of ADHD or something like that. Yeah, because he was just hyperactive. He couldn't can he couldn't control his thoughts. He mm-hmm. was really, very really impulsive. Very impulsive, and you know, always dancing and and jumping around. And and even as an older man, he still was full of energy. And you know, it was difficult. Okay, yeah. and so he, um, as a young man, he got into drugs you know he was just looking for love and he got into homosexuality he got into a, a crowd mentality and just really really messed up his life mm-hmm. and then one night he met Jesus Christ and Jesus transformed him mm-hmm. and he he Which was an jumps alcoholic down
0: to our word uh, the redeemer
1: right he was he was an alcoholic drug addict mm-hmm. everything right jesus totally healed him he lived 52 years after that, never touched alcohol again. He never had any problems with any of that. Yep. He was just and full of God's glory. The problem was that he was challenged emotionally, and yep. so people couldn't handle him, right? And so he he loved to evangelize, and he loved to go out on the street and meet homeless people and people that were disadvantaged because yep. he identified with them, right? right? He could never get a church to back him up. He could never get anyone to support him, Mm -hmm. and so when I met him, we got to know each other. And he's a part of the church, and and you know everybody's you know they laugh at him and everything, but we began to just to slowly find out what we how we could use him, and then we let him write his testimony. We put it in a booklet form so that he could hand it out on the street to people. That's awesome. He began to hand it out, and people began to read it, and and suddenly he was beginning to be acknowledged by the people on the streets and they began to to call him father and you know guide and master and boss and all Mm -hmm. of those kind of things right he began to get an identity in him and and he used to always say before he passed he said you know no one ever gave me the opportunity to show what god had done until Mm -hmm. i came and was a part of this fellowship and you gave me you gave me space you gave me the opportunity the point about it was, it wasn't easy. Never is, right? Not I mean, all the time he had yeah. his challenges, yeah, right. And you know, he would call it crazy hours, and he would, he would always run up with with the strangest requests and at the most inopportune times. I mean, mm-hmm. he had no sense of time. Yeah. He had no sense of of social <laughs> yeah. interaction, right? Right. And so he just would push you to the emotional limits. Right. Almost every time you were around him, right? Yeah, It wasn't easy, and no one could ever do it, but we could. We found a rhythm. We found a harmony. Yeah. We found a melody. Sometimes it takes right? that onion peel just and to be it, able yeah, to peel and it, it back and figure just exploded In yeah. the last 10 years of his life, he was able to reach enormous, I mean, really, truly, many hundreds of people yeah. on the street with the gospel. That's awesome. But the point about it is... Ninety-nine percent of all church people, mm-hmm. pastors, leaders, whatever, they couldn't handle them. Yeah, and it's not because I was good at handling. I'm not. I don't have the patience, right? I don't know I these mean, either. <laughs> I've got my own struggles, yeah. right? But making the effort, yeah, to create an atmosphere where everyone feels safe, everyone feels respected, yeah. everyone feels accepted. Mm-hmm. That creates the opportunity for the symphony to play. Yeah. Right. And so now that he's passed, the church says, Wow, we miss him. Right. Because now we don't have that that crazy fifth trombone player out there (laughs) that nobody can control. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and, but when he's not there, yeah, that everybody says, Wow, we can hear he's not here. Yeah. You know, we can see it. We can experience it. You start it, noticing right? it. I, but I, I but as the, the band knowledge. leader, you know, the fifth seat trombone player that was always out of tune yeah. and was playing another song, yeah. was on another planet, <laughs> you know, could drive you crazy. Yeah. Right. But working with him and, and giving him attention and love and respect, he began to fall into place. And, and those, are those,
0: those are those moments that really hit tender in your heart. Yeah. They're the most special. They are. I mean, I've seen one child, and I worked with kids like that. I love working with kids like that. Yeah. They're the most, it is the most challenging. It is the most stressful situation. We never knew what was going to happen. Every day is a new day. Every situation was a science, trying to figure out how to work with them. And this one particular, Asperger's, and just had a tough time socially with everybody. Right. He excelled in life. Yeah. And it's fantastic to see how well he's doing. And how he's overcome his own obstacles. Right. So yeah, it's, and it it's is an amazing possible. thing to see God's glory in, in situations.
1: Love and strength are messy. Mm-hmm. And love and strength are complement, they complement each other while at the same time they're the opposites of each other. Mm-hmm. And it making that work creates a beauty in life that is is far beyond what an image can portray. Mm-hmm. What, what a filter can give what an Instagram post can give you. Yeah. It gives you something real.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It gives you something that, that's far beyond anything. You know, and so, you know, as, as, as challenging as he was, he's probably, of all of the older people that have passed mm-hmm. since I've been in this church, he's the one that's probably missed the most. <laughs> he's probably the one that most people reminisce the most about. Yeah, and he was the one nobody wanted. But he was also the most challenged. <laughs> you know,
0: um, as fond memories, I, I yeah, just love reminiscing ahead. about people. It, yeah. It,
1: yeah, I mean, but but it, it the point about it is, yeah. he was the one that nobody counted on. Yeah, He was the one that nobody, Reminds me of everybody one of my just uncles. said, oh no, here he comes again, yeah. right? <laughs> it reminded me he of one of my one. uncles. Yeah, he, he was You know,
0: one of my uncles. He was such a practical joker. Yeah. And I mean, whenever we talk about him, there wasn't anything negative. It was always what practical joke did right. he come up with next? Right. But his heart was full of life. But and I could sit down and love. talk
1: with him, right? Yeah. I mean, he didn't have any... Attention span that was very long, yeah, because of his 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 challenges. But he would listen, yeah, right, because I respected him, so he gave me respect in return.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I accepted him, so he accepted me, right? I loved him, so he loved me. That gave me the opportunity of talking with him and mm-hmm. saying, you know, maybe you shouldn't hop on the chairs during church service, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the reason is some people might think that that's a little scary or or whatever, right? And he would say, "Yeah, okay, no problem." It wasn't like he said, "Oh, I understand." He didn't understand, right? But he would just say, like, "Okay, right, no whatever. problem, no sweat." All right, right? Yeah. Um, he, that was just the way it was because he was accepted because he was well, respected. I think, I
0: think people fail to realize what Jesus says: in "My Father's house there are many rooms," right? And um and we have to understand that there is room for everyone.
1: There's a, there's room a, place. a place for everyone.
0: You know, it, it may not fit you at that moment, but eventually you'll realize, hey, I have a place in God's house. I have a place yeah. in his glory. I have a place in his kingdom. He will redeem me and I can.
1: Yeah. I can the be house, there. The house is a big house and there's many rooms of it and it's full of crazy people. Yeah. And it takes an effort, right? Mhm. If you want your marriage to be successful, then understand it's not good for a man to be alone. I'll give yeah. you someone who is your opposite. Yeah. So that in the struggle, you'll create something beautiful. The problem is in our time, nobody wants the struggle. No. They just want to, they want to <laughs> they want a filter, you know, yeah. to pop on and let's just make it look good and make it function. But that's not where the beauty is. No. The beauty is and there's the no struggles in it, either. right? The beauty is yeah. the challenge. The beauty is working through it. The beauty is learning to respect and love and accept each other and give each other what the the other needs, not yeah. what I need, but what the other needs.
0: I was talking about that the other day with someone about marriage and I was just reminiscing for a moment about my own struggles with in in our marriage, not a conflict between us, but what we had to face. Right. And I mean, I even said it to my wife even though we don't want to have to go through that again, it was still right. an adventure and right. it was still thinking back, oh my gosh, to see what God did for us was yeah. fantastic.
1: Well, true beauty can only be found when the when the two opposites come together mm-hmm. and figure it out. Yeah. And that's what we do not want to deal with in our societies today. We We love to quote the old quote. You know, opposites attract. <laughs> but, but nobody we, wants we the We don't opposite. want to look at the consequences of that. <laughs> but the consequence of that is it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be work because it would be much easier. It would be much easier to get along with someone who's just like you. Mm-hmm. And that's why we see these other alternative things, uh, ways of living, pop up in our time because yeah. it's easier. Yeah. Right? But that doesn't create beauty.
0: Just, Just remember, guys— in almost a way, like, I'm not summing it up, but just remember, peanut butter by itself is boring. But <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, that's a good whether, sandwich. Whether,
1: <laughs> yeah, and the point is, you know, you can substitute anything you want. You know, you can get a machine to be exactly what you want it to be. Yeah. But that's boring. not going to create no beauty. No. Beauty comes through the struggle. Yeah. And that's what creates the beauty of the resurrection of Christ and that's where we're coming from mm-hmm. we're coming from easter on our way to pentecost right on that on our way to the time when god will write his law with his holy spirit on our hearts as a guarantee mm-hmm. god puts up collateral in our life mm-hmm. at pentecost as to what he's going to do in the future right that his promise of renewal of renewing the earth is going to happen Yep. With all of that, the beauty of the resurrection is the suffering and the passion of Christ, mm-hmm. the death on the cross, yeah, the frustration, the confusion, the fear, all of those emotions that everybody had to deal with, yep. the pain, all everything is One condensed pot, yeah. into that few hours, yep. right? So, but, poor, out, of bled that, bled but out, out of that, but out of his pores came yeah. the resurrection. Yeah, and that's the beauty. Yeah. that's the harmony right that's where things are at a higher level mm-hmm. they're greater than the pain they're greater than the suffering they're greater than than all of the things that we've had to go through and that's why paul can say death where is your threat mm-hmm. you know grave where is your where, where, is, is, your prison? Yeah. where is your sting where is your stain? where is your your effort where is yeah. your dominance because I am struggling through this, but what I'm struggling with is creating something that's greater than I am. It's a beauty. Yeah. It's, and it's 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 that beauty that we go for in life.
0: Yeah. So with that, we want to say, find your beauty in God. Whatever the struggles are, whatever the situations are, beauty is not on the outside, but is what God can create in you. We want to... Um, Make a slight correction. We mentioned last time that um, you can find all this on Amazon. Unfortunately, some things happen where that is no longer an option. But you can follow us along with the Omar, the counting, on our social media accounts. We will be making videos each week in regards to the daily devotions, and um, which is on TikTok, Talking with Fred. Uh, Facebook, we will upload it as well. Talking with Fred, Instagram, talking with Fred seven seven seven. And if you have any questions, any comments, feel free to write us. We love to hear from you all. God bless, and may the peace of God be with you.